Hey, Vicky. What are you listening to? I'm listening to Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. Those guys are great. They sure are. Welcome to Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club and this week I've got three friends on with me to discuss the options of buying resale or direct because we have a Scouse friend who should be on the call with us but apparently they've won the FA Cup today and he's off celebrating but I think really he's gone back into work any Paul? Well so he says but you know he's a train driver you just you just don't know how these things go and with them with them winning tonight he might, I, I could see him throwing in a sickie. Yeah, I could see him propping up a bar somewhere, but, you know, we'll leave it at that. But maybe this will make it a little easier to edit if Mr. Craig's yeah. not here. Yeah, we don't think we need the explicit mark on it. I think we can control ourselves. So, the lineup is, I've got Mr. Paul, Mr. Paul Nolan from, I still call it Diz After Dark. What's it called now? Uh, that Disney podcast. That Disney uh, podcast. Uh, sorry, that, that, that Disney podcast parts podcast i think we are now and then uh the same that universal podcast ah uh, you see so, yeah, i've got to think about it kevin i know it changes more often than some people change their underwear doesn't it that's true and we got the new guy on to on the team here adam how are you sir yeah not too bad thanks kevin hi to all good to see you and then we got some loafer coming from the us mr kurt stone from geeking on walt disney world hi sir i'm a pal kevin all Good right. to be here with you guys. I'm glad I'm recording so early in the evening before you know I go hit my early bedtime. Your early bedtime, yeah. It's Kurt Ivor likes to be up at four in the morning and in and in bed at seven o'clock at night. Apart from when he's at the G three when he doesn't sleep at all. <laughs> Thank you. That's very true. <laughs> I don't know how I do it. I was just thinking of that because I've been listening back to my recordings that I did when I was down at G three. And I, I don't know where that adrenaline comes from, but it's exciting, I guess, being with all your pals down at Disney World. Yeah, I didn't get a lot of sleep you? there. I we came from in on my birthday at I think half one, quarter to two, or something like that, and I was back in the parks the following <laughs> the following morning for the. Uh, Except I, for guys, he ditched me. He said, "I'm going to see. I'll meet you for rope drop at Magic Kingdom," and I made it right on time. I was waiting for you at the Seven Doors Mine Train, and Everyone else was showing up, but where's Kevin? Well, I, it was my, I didn't think you were going to ditch me. Buses at Saratoga Springs that morning. And I've got a, I've got someone to back me up because Rebecca will back me up because there's a photograph of her and me waiting at the bus. I'm sat on the bus and she's outside the bus waving to me. You had alibis. That is true. I can't yeah. make fun of you. Yeah, that was the only time I had issues with buses at Saratoga was that one day when I was supposed to be at Magic Kingdom. That's my luck. We couldn't recreate the picture, the famous picture of Kevin falling out of the train. Yeah. I don't think Magic we managed Kingdom. to ride on Seven Dwarfs together this, this last time, did we? No. No, we did didn't we manage anything it. together. I don't know. I think yeah. I think you were there, weren't you? You came to my birthday party, didn't you? Remember me? Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, we had a great time. We had a great time. Uh, as we record at the moment, somebody's doing a little challenge in Disney. Mr. Travis yeah, D. Give Drek, a shout out. Yeah, he's doing a 12 hours yeah, on That's a Small World. I've been watching the live feeds all day. And actually, I forgot. I just got around to donating. So <laughs> all, all this pushing and I'd Don't forgotten. Worry. I was just checking his numbers. You want to? Can you believe what, what he's up to? He's up to $3,660. Yeah. That's a not, lot in American money. Yeah, that's not say. real money, is it? 
I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, uh, no, it's, it's good. I'm it's all going to give kids. kids a world. I like the way it's set up so it goes directly to kids because no one's got to touch nothing. Yeah. It, you just donate online. It, it just goes straight to them. So that's brilliant. And really, really well set up. That was, I said to them, they were, we were chatting and a couple of the podcasters were talking about this so we could promote this when he was coming up with the idea. And, and they set that up pretty early on in that because that always worries me about who knows some, something horrific in my podcast happening, like someone collecting money for something and then walking off with it. But I, I mean, I didn't expect that with Travis at all, but it was really great to see that they had this option right on their website where everyone could just go there directly. So it's just worked out swimmingly. Well, I, I'm going to have nightmares myself over this song because he's been live on Facebook like all day. Nearly all day, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I managed yeah, to use a Revolut card as well. I managed to use my Revolut card. It's the virtual Revolut card. Go on. Oh, good. And it took it in dollars, no problem at all. That too. Yeah. yeah. All, handles it all very nicely. So it's, you know, he started out with $1,000. And I thought that was a good goal to start with. And very quickly in, I mean, he beat that within the first few hours of us starting to promote it. And then I said, Travis, you got to get the three, you got to just put 3,000 down. And then when I looked like earlier this week, he was already switching it to 4,000. So quite yeah. fascinating. It's good stuff. All good stuff. Right. Love so it. we're going to chat a little bit about DVC because our friend Craig Lucas has been on, been on the fence about DVC now for what, five years, would you say, Paul? Oh, yeah. yeah, many years. Yeah. We, I recorded a show with you guys about three years ago. Then had looked at DVC at the poly with um, some friends of his. Mm-hmm. And all I hear from him now is, oh, I should have bought it then. I should have bought it then. And the golden rule. Yep. The golden rule is you should have bought in 1990. And the second best time to buy is now. Yeah. yeah I can't talk about anybody. My wife and I sat on that for 10 years for sure before we pulled the trigger. And, and you know, our good friend, Glenn Kessler. He came on my podcast, episode 12, and asked me questions about DVC. And when did he buy? Yeah, this last year. Eight years into my podcast, practically. Well, do you know that that's, that's my best downloaded episode, is the episode where we had Glenn, Paul, and uh, Jeff on. Oh. Oh, you nice. were on as well, weren't you? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think people are really interested in that sort of content of, yeah. you know, explaining what but what people did the sort of ins and the outs and paul you did a lot of research into that you bought resale at poly didn't you that's right yeah and um just last week i succumbed to the dreaded adonitis and uh we had an offer accepted on another 50 points for the poly uh so we're just going through that that process right now yeah we so decided even before even before we had our first day which isn't until november we've decided that we wanted a few more points the struggle is real my friend yeah <laughs> oh, have they mentioned anything about the new poly expansion is that resale going to be acceptable for the new building or yeah i don't know yet adam um i mean i think the hope is yes because of what they've done at the grand floor you know that, that yeah. they've built it on the same site and i'm not sure i i, I don't know how successful the riviera thing has been i, I can see why they would maybe keep that separate, you know, because of the Skyliner, it makes that resort desirable. Maybe it was a trial. But, um, yeah, I'm hoping that they do the same thing as they've done at the Grand Flow and bring it under the same condo association so that so that we can use, you know, that 
that part of the DVC as well. Fingers yeah, crossed. Because that would yeah, make it a really crossed. good a really good buy, wouldn't it? Mm, yeah. Because well, that mean, was it, the, it, one of the negative things I had on on Polly was that I hadn't got all the room types. That's right. Yeah. You it's know. really only got studios. I mean, you've got bungalows, but they're horrendously expensive. Yeah, and if you've noticed, the bungalow price per point mm. per night is a lot higher than the ones at Copper Creek, which they built later. I mean, I know they're not on yeah. the water, but they're right next to it, aren't they? They're basically yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Contract have a restriction then for where you can stay? Resale contracts only have a restriction in that you cannot use any resale contract purchased now, any of the new properties. So you can't use it on Riviera and onwards. Gotcha. So it'll be interesting to see about California as well, because again, is that new tower at the Disneyland Mm. hotel, is that, is that a new property or is that part of the Disneyland hotel and so, you know, will it come under the same condo association or not? My guess is that that, that one will be will have resale restriction on it, but it's only a guess. I don't know. I'd imagine so, because they can they can do that. It doesn't really matter, does it? It's not gonna hurt the sales of that. No, I don't think so. There's gonna be high demand for that, I think. Yeah, I think that's gonna sell out quicker and take that concert. Yeah. You know, it's it's gonna be seconds, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, sorry. That's a that's a bit dated. It should be One Direction concert, shouldn't it, or something like that? When they sold out quickly, but yeah, it's. <laughs> so, can you clarify for me, Port, the new Grand Californian that they're selling at the moment? Is that under the same condo association? So, does it have the same end date as the well, original it's, one? Yeah, it's the it's the Disneyland Hotel, isn't it? The tower is at the Disneyland Hotel, yeah. not not the Grand Californian. Yeah, the but... Grand Californian that they've just released. Right. Those rooms there, they're under the same condo association. So are they? So they must have the same end date, surely. Sorry, do you mean the Grand Floridian? Yeah, sorry, Grand Floridian. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, the Grand Floridian. Yeah, it's it's under the same condo association. So if you had previously bought into the Grand Floridian, um, then I believe that 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 is that, that those those new rooms are also part of your home resort, and you get the eleven month booking privileges and that you know i could use my poly points and you could use your saratoga springs points at uh at those accommodations as well i believe yes but what i was wondering about was the end date because if they add it to that oh, condo i, I don't think they can ex- they can't extend the end yeah. date can they no so i think it, i think that's the downside it's um slightly shorter end date I think uh, I can't remember when the Grand Floridian is, but I can find it pretty quick. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be about, about anything up to 10 years shorter than that, I would yeah. imagine. 64? Is it 64? 64, yeah. yeah. 64, that's right. But then, having said that, if you actually look at the price of Boulder Ridge still, and it's it's mm. only a 2042 end date, so you're looking yeah. at a 19 to 20 year contract. Yeah. Depending on yeah. when those points, because I've heard, rumors those points are running out the first of january 20 2042 i think that's right yeah the first so, or the 31st coming but yeah I think yeah right, so you don't get to use them in 2020 2042 no. do you no, no or right. bank them into 2043 which of course you'd be able to do with normal points yeah but yeah, that'd be interesting right. to see how that how that works out but people are still willing to pay upwards of 150 dollars a point for those points mm. Yeah, and it's what the yeah. market will hold. That then, that's what you get in it. That's at the right, end of yeah. the day, yeah, yeah. And again, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the twenty forty two resorts because there's a there's a lot of them, isn't there? I mean, mm. you've got 
we're going to talk about Beach Club. You've got Beach Club, Boardwalk, and Old Key West, the ones that haven't been extended. Yeah, I think they're going with with Old Key West. They're trying to buy back as much as they can. And then when they resell that, that's got the yeah. new 2057, is it? Seven, yeah. yeah 2057. 2057 end date. Yeah. Which makes you think that they're going to extend, but they, but then they haven't offered it yet uh any of the others. But I've, I don't think I've certainly have lots of discussion that they might have offered the extension too early for Old Key West originally yeah. when they did it. What's generally the cost to extend? It, you notice they it, did it for Old Key West, right? Yeah, they did it for Old yeah. Key West. They haven't done it for anybody else. And that leaves them with a situation where they've only got a take-up of a, a percentage of, of the owners. So then they're ob- obligated to run that resort until 2057 now, aren't they? Regardless, they're obligated to do that. So the people end at 2042. So you've got all those points for those extra 15 years, which then Disney will own. So that will give, in in theory, that will give Disney an awful lot of property to rent at Old Key West for them 15 years. In theory, won't it? Yeah. It will give them sort of like maybe two thirds of a a resort that they've got to rent out. And the way they're building hotel rooms at the moment, mm-hmm. they perhaps don't want or perhaps won't be able to rent out that amount of villas, which in everybody as well, it's not like it's a Polynesian or or a Grand Floridian, is it? It's not on the monorail. Unless so skyline in. Yeah, it's quite possible. I mean away. I think I think if they cut their losses and if mm. we hadn't had this this uh COVID issue, they'd have had the skyliner in somewhere else by yeah. now. Well, the, it it kind of makes sense in some ways. I mean, it's it's fairly close to Epcot, so you could you could have it coming into Epcot and Epcot like a hub. But you've got um, Old Key West, Old Key West, Portly, and Portly in French yeah. Quarter, and or, or Saratoga Seymour. Springs, and yeah. that would link. Then you could have it Saratoga Springs. You could literally put it at, mm-hmm. at the one end of Saratoga Springs, and then you've got Disney yeah. Springs as well. Yeah, it was initial plans for a monorail to run. Yeah, there was, yeah, initially, yeah. So they must have the space to be able to put a Skyliner in. Well, a Skyliner takes virtually no space at all, does it? Yeah. You know, and the construction of it is a lot, a lot cheaper and you're not, you're not having to put the foundations in that you're having to put in for a, for a monorail. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like I say, I think if COVID hadn't a bit, we'd have seen some movement on that. And of course, if you Mm. did that, I think that would push the value up of, of Old Key West. And I think they'd then be able to, yeah. be able to cover the sales for, for the extra 15 mm-hmm. years because they're trying to buy you see now they're buying back a lot of old key west yeah they are. a lot of it's old funny because when we um when we were well a number of years ago probably around 2010 maybe uh we stayed at old key west three times and just booked it and paid cash and old key west and saratoga springs were were readily available and it, it was a great deal because at that time, uh, you had the dining plan, free dining plan, and on the DVCs, obviously they're classified as deluxe, so you were getting the full dining plan. Whereas even at the moderates, you were only getting yeah, the, quick the quick service, service dining yeah. plan. But the price of them was was kind of like a moderate. There was very little difference between between that and a and a moderate. So it was a great deal. So we stayed there um, three times, I think. Now, whenever whenever you look for Old Key West or Saratoga Springs on the Disney website, you can't get them. Or if you can get them, it's just ridiculous money. It's crazy. I've money. seen Saratoga mm. Springs more expensive than mm. the Contemporary. Yeah, which is yeah. mad. It's mad, yeah. So that Madness. says that I think I think that says that you know the demand on DVC has gone up. And they just don't have many of those 
accommodations to rent out for cash, at least not on the UK website. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. So you've done some research on on the sort of prices of a holiday that Craig would be taking. Now, Craig's got two girls, so he's going during UK school holidays. So it's think of a price and triple it, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Scary. I mean, I think Craig, I think, tends to go, and I'm putting words into his mouth, so he can come back on. This is, we're throwing down the challenge to Craig, you know, we're going to talk behind Craig's back here. I wouldn't mind and then, that. And then Craig can come on and tell us we're talking nonsense or, or we've got it right or what he wants to do. But Craig normally comes, I think, sort of end of August. Um, but he will split his stay normally. He will stay in Universal for at least part of the trip. So what I looked at was 10 nights in Disney. So if he's coming for two weeks, maybe he spends four nights in Universal. Craig being Craig, I think he likes the hard rock cafe or hard rock hotel and then he comes to to disney and he does like the beach club so i've based i've based it on the beach club and i've looked at a 10 so a 10 day period at the beach club from the 14th of august to the 28th of august which is getting towards the end of the uk school holidays but but still gives you enough time to get the kids back and readjusted to UK time before before school starts, typically first week in September. So that's that's kind of what I looked at. And I, I did it in three different ways, really. I looked at the cash price on the Disney website for just the room only. So I didn't complicate it by looking at tickets or flights or anything else. Just the room only. Um, so what's the cash price? What would be a typical resale price? Uh, resale cost for 10 days and I'll, I'll I'll explain how I calculated that I tried to keep it quite simple um, but then I also looked at buying direct from Disney and what and what that might cost if you can get those points because obviously it's a sold out resort but you but you can sometimes get the points direct from Disney and then you get the blue card benefits but I did make some assumptions here so I assumed that Craig was going to go for 10 nights but every every other year so he doesn't need all of the points every year. He needs half the points each year so that every other year he's got enough points, which means he's paying the dues on less points each year. That's kind of how we did it as well. Um, I assumed the beach club. I assumed no finance, right, which is tough for a lot of people, but I didn't want to complicate it. No, it gets a bit cloudy, doesn't it? Yeah. And then, I'll, and and then for the accountants out there, I ignored the future value of money. So I didn't worry about things like, you know, if you put that money in the bank, what would the interest be? I didn't worry about the fact that the dues on the points will increase over time, because the price of the hotel rooms will increase over time as well, right? And probably more than the dues. So a lot more so than the dues. One kind of yeah, that's certainly been the history, hasn't it? So one well, kind of wipes out the other one. And yeah. you're not counting the interesting fact that the Disney DVC points value is appreciating. Exactly. Much, much different than any other. Any, uh, any other timeshare. Yeah. Timeshare. That's, that's right. So I, I, I just kind of did it based on, on today's prices and assumed we'll just ignore all of those other interest factors and future value money factors. But, but you're absolutely right. Kurt. You know, the, the price has gone up and up and up. And if I was one of these legal attorney types at this point, I'd be saying, you know, the there is no guarantee that prices will continue to rise, you know, 
prices can go up instead of down, but certainly the, the history has been that they've that they've gone up and up and up. And the other thing that I ignored here is that when you buy those points, at some point you can decide to sell the contract and you get all or some of your money back. Now, Beach Club being a 2042 one is interesting. So let's say you buy Beach Club now and as, as Kurt said, there's only 19 or 20 years left on that. In 10 years' time, if you sell it, what will you get back for Beach Club? It, it That might be one where as it gets near the end of its life, the value does drop. Kind of depends on what on what Disney does. But even if you said, well, at the end of it, I only get half my money back, you're still getting half your money back. Whereas if you buy a cash room, if you just go and buy a holiday from Disney, you get nothing back, right? So, so there is some kind of residual value. So that's why I felt okay that you can ignore all the kind of inflationary things and all that and just keep it simple. Sounds sensible? Yep, it sounds good to me, fella. I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. All right. So when I looked, uh, so I assumed uh, a studio. So Craig has, you're right, Craig's got two daughters. Uh, so he and his wife, two adults, two kids, studio, standard view, at beach club, and looking at my handy-dandy points charts, I would say that you need 164 points for those 10 nights from the four, from the 10th of August to the 14th of August. So you need 164 points. So Craig needs 80 points a year to go every other year because obviously you can you can bank your points. But I rounded that up. I said, let's say 100 points. Uh, so if he buys 100 points, that will get him 200 points every other year and it gives him a lot of flexibility. You know, he might decide he wants a to go over an extra couple of nights or maybe goes at a slightly different time, maybe more in October when it gets a little bit, a little bit um, more pricey from a points point of view. So, so a hundred points. Okay. And as I looked at resale, that's about, they're about $170 a point ish, right? hundred points. And there was actually one for a hundred points on one of the retail sites and it was $174. So I said, okay, we'll take that. So that's $17,400. And then you add in the costs for the actual uh, purchase of the contract. That's another $655. So that's $18,055. Now then what I did was I, I divided that by the remaining years of the contract. So, so the cost of the points if you if you divide them, I actually divided them by twenty years. Now you, you're right, though it's it's probably more like nineteen years. But I, I divided them by twenty years. So you take that eighteen thousand dollars divided by twenty years, and it means you're paying about nine hundred dollars per year for the points. And then you've got to pay for the maintenance dues, which at the beach club right now is seven dollars fifty three for a hundred points. That's seven hundred fifty three dollars a year. And and what that gives you then is sixteen hundred and fifty-five dollars per year, but he's gone every other year. So every holiday is going to cost them two years worth of DVC. So it's going to cost them three thousand three hundred and eleven dollars for his holiday every two years, right? Which in good old British pounds is two thousand seven hundred pounds. So that's the number you gotta remember. So if he buys resale, hundred points, goes every other year. 10 nights at the beach club in a studio, it's going to cost them £2,700 in English money, $3,311 in US money. And then when I looked on the UK Disney website for the same accommodation, 
actually it's not DVC, it's a, it's a, it's a room. So you don't get quite as much. You don't get the, like, I don't think you get the, the little kind of mini kitchenette thing in a, in a standard room, but it's, it's similar. We'll, we'll say it's the same. Um, but how much do you think the beach club was? Oh, you've got to be doubling that. For 10 nights. Doubling that, surely. You're and, pretty and more, close. I would guess. Yeah. yeah, you're pretty close. Yeah, it, it is actually slightly more than double. It's £5,600. That isn't that bad because that's only $500 a night. Say only. <laughs> uh, £560 a night, though. That's oh, pounds. pounds. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to so say it sounded cheap. Yeah. Yeah, it's five thousand six hundred pounds versus two thousand seven hundred pounds for for the DVC resale, right? So it is it is doubling a little bit, doubling a little bit more. Okay. Now, obviously, that beach club is a is a deluxe resort, and as as I think we've talked about before, and I think anybody who's researched. DVC, you know, you need to be somebody who's gone to Disney World fairly regularly for this to make sense. Because on on a one year deal, that's fine, but you know, you need to be gone every second year or every third year, I think, to make it make sense. But certainly, if that is you and you like the locks, and you you are going to go every other year or every third year, then by my calculation, it it definitely makes sense. You know, you're saving a lot of money. That was the rule I always used. Those two rules. So mm-hmm. I was just wondering, what's a what's a, a moderate cost? Okay, good question. Thank you. Perfectly done. So I looked at I looked at the same period, same Disney website, and I looked at some other resorts. So Beach Club is actually it's actually one of the more expensive at five thousand six hundred. I didn't I didn't list every single one, but. But just as a comparison, if you go for a moderate, um, like the Caribbean Beach, which is which has obviously got the skyline on us, so it's, it's pretty, um, you know, it's a pretty useful thing to have. It's two thousand five hundred and thirty pounds, so it's pretty close. You're basically getting the beach club for a similar price to Caribbean Beach. Yeah, right. You're not no, going. You're if, not going like for like there, unfortunately. Are you really? Yeah, so you're you know you're you're getting if you like deluxe you're getting a fantastic deal. If you like moderate, you're getting a deluxe for about the same price as a moderate. So it's still a pretty good deal if you're going to go moderate every other year or every three years. Now, if you look at All Star, the cheapest All Star movies, cheapest All Star resort was the All Star movies, then it's one thousand three hundred and fifty pounds. So it 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 doesn't make sense, right? Two thousand seven hundred versus one thousand three hundred and fifty. It's it's exactly half the price. So if you're happy going all-star, then DVC probably doesn't make sense for you. I don't Otherwise. think you're crowbarring Craig back into a... I don't think he's ever stayed in a value resort, but I don't think you're getting him back so. into a value resort. He, he stayed in no. too many deluxes for that. <laughs> I think that's true. I think that's true. <laughs> but, you know, just, just full disclosure, if you're happy with values, and we were for many, many years, you know, we were... All Star and Pop Century and all that, and it was it was great because you were on site, so you got all the benefits of being on site, um, or at least you did in those days. Now you get another slight benefit from being in a deluxe, which is the the extra magic hours in the evenings. But um, this is the exact really... reason why I bought DVC because I mm-hmm. spent my third trip at the Polynesian. Yeah, <laughs> and that 
Hmm. Let me see. For the same price as essentially a value or even moderate, I could be staying at the Polynesian. That's attractive. That was attractive to people that go often. And I can save you a bit more. You you could bring those figures down a little bit more by buying Bay Lake Tower. Because Bay Lake Tower is about the same point price, isn't it? Yeah. But then you've got the extra years, which is going to bring down your your per year price for your points, isn't it? Definitely. I mean, the thing about Craig is, I think Craig likes to be in the Epcot area. So in the Epcot area, you've obviously got Boardwalk and Beach Club, which are both 2042s, yeah, which is a shame. Riviera is close by, but then you've got the resale restrictions. So there isn't a, a resort there that is in that area that isn't a 2042. But if it was me... Uh, I wouldn't want to buy a 2042 resort. I'd I'd go for Bay Lake or Polly or you know maybe even uh, Copper Creek or something like that. But this isn't um, much different than our decision because we love the Beach Club. That's where my wife and I stayed many mm-hmm. times for a yeah. conference that I went to, and yep. I, it was resale at the time also. But yeah. I was buying when Bay Lake was new, right. and so we got into this real quandary of all right. She likes mm-hmm. the contemporary though. We had never stayed there, but she was like, I could really love the contemporary but we loved the epcot area so we went back mm. and forth on this hard yeah. but I, I gotta tell you especially mm. when we just got on and kevin was talking about i bought 10 years ago a little more than 10 years ago mm-hmm. and and just to add the value of my 250 points at that same 170 would you say 174 something like that, 173 kevin? there's a there's a contract yeah. Yeah. on the market right at the moment so yeah. i went from paying twenty five thousand dollars for my contract to it being worth 43,000 right now in mm. 10 years. So I guess my my thing is to him to say don't mm. discount looking at other resorts cuz I've yeah. I've stayed at the Beach Club I've, mm-hmm. I and I can stay at the Boardwalk probably anytime. I've had the ability to yeah. you know, stay, but I mean you can go at different times of the year too. The yeah. issue here for Craig get older. Yeah, the issue here for Craig is if he wants to stay his 10 nights in one resort, yeah. it's very yeah, difficult it's to get there at 7 months. It's okay yeah. for, I mean, personally, I'll do three nights here, three nights there. I'll move. It doesn't bother yeah. me. In yeah. actual fact, I, I'd rather do that. It's trying to get my wife to move is my problem because yeah. she doesn't want to. She just wants to stay at Saratoga because she knows she can stay there for longer and mm-hmm. Disney Springs is down the road. But trying, the bottom line is we had this discussion a few weeks ago, didn't we, Kurt? If, you, if that's where you want to be, you've got to buy it there. And, yeah, and, for, right. and it's, it's a heart or wallet situation yeah sure. if you're out set on it just don't even the yeah. money the money's not an issue you can't you know if you're that set on it because we were talking yeah. about the poly weren't we because i would still say i would still say baylet tower over poly just purely on the point on on the uh points price and the dues i just want to get in low because the dues lowest dues you can get that's where you're paying your money I know you're paying yes, twenty thousand yeah. or whatever for the points initially, yeah. but the where the money is really is in them is in those juice. And sure. with the beach club, that one got us. Yeah, we we had to struggle too because we were worried we wouldn't be able to get in there because it's one of the fewer amount of rooms available. And yeah. forget it for like food and wine festival. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. and that's why I think Craig would probably prefer beach club. But if he was open to other resorts. And if somebody else is listening to this thinking about it, you know, you can change the equation quite a bit. 
if you change the resort. So for example, if you went Oki West, and I know that the price of Oki West has been going up because Disney put the direct price up. You know, when you start looking at Oki West and the points value in Oki West, then you really start coming closer to the cost of staying at Oki West, coming pretty close to something like an All-Star, right? Just mm-hmm. because the cost of the points is is less and the number of points that you need per night is less so you don't need to buy as many points and as i say if you if you calculate it right and you buy you know enough points so that every second year or every third year uh assuming we can we get back to the point where we can borrow 100 points yeah yeah, you know you 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 can actually change the, the the equation quite a bit the interesting thing was the other thing i did then was i looked at the direct price for beach club from disney now again it's whether you can actually get these points but if you could get 100 points the direct price right now is 265 dollars <laughs> per point right which it sounds crazy but it sounds like you know you think why would you do that but a lot of people you know they want they want the either the security of knowing that they've bought this with Disney just in case Disney does something around resale in the future or or they want the perks. And we'll, we'll talk about the perks in a minute if you like. But Because uh, I did have a couple of things to say on the perks from a UK point of view. But if you buy 100 points, that's $26,500. Obviously, the dues are the same. But that works out every two years. So your holiday, instead of being £2,700 every two years, it goes up to three thousand three hundred and eighty. It's almost three thousand four hundred. So it's it's seven hundred pounds more every other year. So three hundred and fifty pound a year more. But that's you know that's still a hell of a lot less than paying the cash price. You know. Yeah, when you break um, it down like that, it doesn't sound as bad as I thought it was going to. To be honest, no. Hmm. no I, mean, I was thinking the same. You factor in, you know, your yeah. your five dollar bottles of water. And yeah. the, the little ten or twenty percent discount you get with a flashing yeah. a, a digital blue card these days, yeah, easily yeah. it's not it's not horrendous, yeah. you know. Um, and it's so, so three thousand three hundred and eighty pound is is um, is is what you would pay for Wilderness Lodge cash, right? So you're getting Beach Club for the same price as Wilderness Lodge, but it's significantly less than the five thousand six hundred Disney are asking for the Beach Club cash so you're still saving you know two thousand three hundred pound per holiday and you've got the blue card with the perks um so i mean from a perks point of view well you wouldn't because you're only buying 100 points so you wouldn't get the blue card so that's that's true it's a spanner and it yeah it's 150 and i knew there was something funny there it just popped in me yeah yeah. you're you're right i i guess i guess I, i kind of ignored that but if you wanted to go for two weeks and stay at the beach club for two weeks, then you could probably get those points up to 150 and get yourself the blue card. But you're right, yeah, the, the minimum is 150 points. But I mean, from a UK point of view, you know, I, I don't know that the, the perks really make a lot of sense. You, you've got the annual pass discount, which doesn't really make a lot of sense if you're only going every two or three years. You've got the uh the member cruises which i don't think are great value for money you've got the moonlight magic which does sound like a great thing but the chances of you you're probably going to be planning your holiday at the 11 month mark when you don't know when the moonlight magics are going to take place and then the chance of you actually being there and getting tickets for that are pretty slim you might hit it occasionally but i don't know you're going to hit it that often i think the biggest difference coming over for kevin and i talked about this before where 
you're coming and staying for a longer period of time. That's what you're yeah. trying to get. You're trying to yeah. get as many nights as you can in that yeah. time you're coming. Mm-hmm. Whereas I can go down for a week yeah, or two mm-hmm. and split it up between two different trips in the same. Yeah. In the same. And yeah, then two the or three trips. starts to make more sense for you. Because um, I can take advantage of the parks and the animal mm-hmm. path. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas for us, the annual pass doesn't make a huge amount of sense. Plus the, the UK Disney tickets are, are actually pretty good. I mean, you get, you get everything, you get all the water parks, the memory maker and all of that. So it's a park hopping. It's a, it's a pretty good deal. So I don't know that the perks make a huge amount of difference. Certainly the dining discounts and the shopping discounts would be good and would help you, you know, recoup some of that money, but I don't know that it's enough to justify the difference between direct and resale. For yeah, me, you could, if you got you could four. do what Kevin does and just go mm. when I go, and I can get yeah. them in all the places. No, yeah. let's get this right. You go when <laughs> I go. <laughs> yeah. I have to go. I have to go when he goes. They're all they're already arguing about this, Paul, because they're already <laughs> pestering yeah. me for next year, next October. <laughs> when are you coming? So they're already <laughs> hassling me mm-hmm. for that. So um, yeah, funnily enough, I was just pricing up today, um, Paul. Uh, tickets for 2023 are on sale from the UK. Mm-hmm. Right. You're getting them a 14 day ticket for the price of seven. Right. Which sounds great, doesn't it? But it's yeah, only about yeah. 20 quid. Yeah. So I'm thinking of yeah. buying mine because I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. between now and next October, there's mm-hmm. going to be at least one or two price hikes. So yeah. I can buy them now, come yeah. stick them in my safe from attraction mm-hmm. tickets or American attraction tickets, whichever, or someone like that, and get them, stick yeah. them in there. I can all, as soon as I want, book the park days. Yeah. And I haven't That's got I haven't got the hotel or anything, but that mm-hmm. can be done and out of the way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Not, yeah. not to deviate away from the topic too far, but Kev, how much are we talking inflation in park tickets? Looking Far, at 2023. 569 or 579 they were. They're a lot oh, of money. Okay. That's that's pretty big jump, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. a jump. Um, I'm just trying to see if I got it. Definitely Delonia. Because well, this year we definitely paid four something. something. Yeah, something. I paid four something. I want to say four seven nine as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. I'm just trying mm-hmm. to see. I, I I went in. I think there was a link on Facebook. I went into thinking about it. Yeah, but that's that. that but that's what I'm saying. If that's the price of them now, yeah, they're not going down. Yeah. No, no, I don't think um I don't think Mr. Chapek is much on prices going down. No, here we are. Just... No, no, we... no, no, no. He's not he's not gonna well, you get twenty dollars uh Disney spending money as well. Oh well, there you go. There you, you can go. buy four bottles of water or Yeah, this year's are coming in at four seventy nine. Right. Right. And just trying to find the twenty twenty three price. Yeah, but that yeah, so so at the moment you can buy you can get a 14-day magic ticket, which, is, like you say, has got the memory maker, park hopping, and the golf, and everything else, and that's 479. Yeah. Just tell me when the annual pass is coming back, Kevin. Yeah. I got messed up by that this year. Yeah, actually, if I go, yeah, that that's yeah, because you you didn't get it, did you? No, I. And I'm going in three weeks. I would have had a my parks paid for already. Intre- yeah. Interestingly enough, Paul. There's two. There's seasons now. This uh, is we haven't had that before. Right. So the low season is five nineteen. Middle Lobina. season Lobina is being a relative town. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five thirty nine for the mid season. Mm. So there's one here at six hundred and twenty nine, and wow. that's just a fourteen day magic ticket with memory maker. Is that like Christmas and stuff? Must or? be, I suppose. Yeah, it goes. Wow. Yeah, six twenty nine. So it goes five nineteen, five thirty nine, and six twenty nine. So that must be Christmas mm. and Easter, mustn't it? I would think so. Yeah, yeah. So that Maybe is a big a old leap because yeah. I saw them, and it says when you go on the page twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three, four seven nine, and then you yeah. go to click on it, and as soon as you put in twenty twenty three, yeah, it comes up with um, those surged prices or whatever you like to call them, seasonal prices. Well, I was- I was actually thinking, I know you were talking about August because his kids, you're taking him out of school, but there's going to come a time when he might go with his wife if he's going to yeah. be doing this over 20 years. Yeah. So I, my wife was just telling me she's a travel agent too. And mm-hmm. she was saying how Disney's running a lot of specials for August because mm-hmm. kind of a low time, I guess, for yeah whatever, for whatever reason. So yeah. if he buys and that, that cost for that, Beach Club Resort's going to be a lot more outside of the month of August, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I looked, I looked ahead. If you had 100 points, it would it would certainly see you through. I mean, obviously, it drops in September, uh, but then it picks back up again in October because of food and wine. But you, it would still allow you to go right through, say, the end of October. It wouldn't it wouldn't give you the, the absolute peak times like Christmas and Easter and that sort of thing, but it yeah. gives you most of the year, and that's kind of how we how we sized our contract as well. We said, okay, we're, we're not going to worry about Christmas or whatever. If you want to go at Christmas, we'll lump three years together and then we'll go Christmas. But, but yeah, this would get you, this would get you most of the year. I think the interesting thing is because of the offset in school holidays, if you go at the end of August, say the last two weeks in August, or, or if you even creep it into September, it does get quite quiet because obviously most of the US kids go back, what, middle of August, something like that. I know the East Coast kids go back like a week later. But yeah, later August. We used to go after yeah. late, what was Labor Day, which was right. the first weekend of September. But yeah, yeah they're they're going back earlier than everywhere. Yeah, yeah. We've we've I mean we've been like like the last week in August, first week in September. It it definitely you know Down. is yeah. okay in terms of crowd levels. You know, it's kind of medium crowd level. There is no downtime now. Yeah. I can tell you from when we were there first week of February, I mean, mm-hmm. that never was yeah. a crowded time, right? No. We can tell you. That's why the prices are not going to go down, guys. No. Oh, you, if you're yeah. selling out the place. Yeah, supply and demand, isn't it? I mean, you know, it's like Halloween parties and everything else, you know. So yeah, as long speaking as of the going. Halloween parties, my wife was on the phone for four hours trying to get yeah. Halloween parties for clients yeah. this week. Wow. On sale. Four, hours. Four hours. I know, but like you say, it the, the supply and demand's there. And mm. people are I'm seeing it in Disney groups where people are saying, Oh, they need to drop the prices, people can't afford to go. Yeah. And not that's never gonna happen. If they if mm. the only way it's gonna happen is if they open the fifth gate mm. and, and then they still have can spread people over those five gates. I think like that I still don't think they'd have a problem. They've they've got so much demand. Yeah, they have. If they they really could do with a fifth gate, but they've opened all these new rides and stuff like that in each individual part now, haven't they? Everything's had a new ride in the last five or six years, Mm -hmm. which gives you, would give you five. If you took all those rides in all those areas like Star Wars, 
and that and put it into one park on its own would give you a fifth gate. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting what you're talking about, Ella, because Disney will be looking to start saying, hang on a second, we, we put all these new raids in, we spent billions of dollars on these new raids, and everybody's raiding um, It's a Small World. <laughs> what the hell's going on? <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> it's, it's mad stuff, isn't it? It's still an hour wait to get on that. I mean, yeah. that's punishment. Us idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Travis is only doing it because it's punishment. That's why he's doing it because it's uh, he's doing a twelve-hour solid on it, and he doesn't go on it normally at all, does he, Kurt? He does. I'd want a therapist after 12 hours on uh, It's a Small World. Yeah, I, I think that boat sailed, literally, <laughs> with Travis. Many times, and again, and again. He's still in good, he's still in good <laughs> spirits. I'm just watching messages come in right now as we speak. <laughs> he's, taking it, he's taking it well. I'm very proud of him. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a good well. lad. He's a good lad. Yeah, I'm sure he will have nightmares of that music. <laughs> when do you think that song's going to leave his head? I don't know. Like I said, I think he's... Booking himself in for years of therapy. Yeah, <laughs> gonna need it. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it'd be interesting to see what happens, though. The, they talk, you know, they talk about this pent up demand because of COVID, and you know, is that? And and obviously, you've got the fiftieth, and you've got some some new attractions, and then you've got some other attractions that aren't brand new, but people have never been on them because of COVID. So, like me, we've never been on the Runaway Railway, and, you know, there's a couple of things at Universal we, we haven't done because of COVID. But you just wonder, you know, next year, the year after, if things drop back to something more like normal and the and the price increases start to have a bit of an impact, you know, will you start to see Disney? I don't think you'll see them dropping prices because they'll, they'll never do that, but, but will they start to drive up the promotions then, you know? Will we start to see the dining plan coming back or, you know, will they offer things like free Genie Plus or, or something like that, you know, as a, as a promotion to get people Would that be an in? incentive then? Well, I mean, <laughs> I think, I think you know, we, so we bought our tickets for next year and we bought the Genie Plus, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, you're, again, you're getting a, you're getting a UK specific deal. So you're getting it kind of at half price, aren't you? I think yeah. it cost us £97 for the, for the, 14 day ticket so it worked out about about seven pound per day as opposed to 16 dollars and i know i'm mixing my currencies there but it's it's cheaper if you buy it up front but you have to buy it for the whole the whole of the ticket but it's just you know you feel i think gone there even though we've been many times and we've we've you know done most of the things you would just feel i don't know slightly naked without the ability to to have that fast pass option i know i know it isn't called fast pass now but it it still will be fast passed to a lot of people for a long time. Um, what what Disney have done there is they've taken a really good product and ruined it. It's not even as good as the fast pass system. Why they couldn't just monetize the fast pass system is beyond me. But they have to reinvent everything, don't they? They can't just say right. I mean, and I I can completely agree with you. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I 100 no. percent agree with you. I think most people would have just preferred the honesty of saying it's fast pass, but you pay for it. That's it. You know, minus minus the top attractions, which is the new thing, Lightning Lane, uh, sorry, individual attractions. They could have just done that, and I think everybody would have gone, well, oh, don't like it, but okay. Um, but yeah, they, they've, they've got to kind of reinvent it and make it seem like you're getting something new and something different. But I, I think over time, it will evolve back to FastPass Plus, really. You just pay for it. It would just be called Genie Plus. Because some of the complaints I've seen are would lead you to move back towards Fast Pass Plus. I think they they, they took them a few years to get Fast Pass Plus right, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but they did get it pretty good in the end. I thought it was a great system towards the end, mm. you know. You know, I don't, I don't say going on at 60 days out trying to book them and all that business was any fun, but uh, yeah. at least yeah. it was done this now after they go up at seven in the morning and do it. It's, it's just a nightmare. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just I'm like, worried they're making it just too complicated. We had a client, mm-hmm. I was listening to my wife, she, I was walking through the her office area, <laughs> which is our living room, but she said, this, she she told this new client, that was referred to us. You have to book your parks. So let's get together. You know, after we pay for this, we got, we got to go book your parks. And she was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't have time for that. She says, I'm putting, I'm putting a business together and I'm doing this and that. Mm-hmm. And she said, maybe you can talk to my daughter who's like 18 years old to, to do that. Mm-hmm. So I was, I really felt, I felt that her pain. Yeah. The, the yeah. average person that wants to go to take mm-hmm. the genie plus and book your parks. Yeah. And they are, making it really complicated for people mm-hmm. yeah well yeah paul did so, i share um rob beckett's podcast with you because he's just come back from disney world yeah oh, i shared it with you adam didn't i you did yeah i don't know yeah, where, 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 I, I think i shared it with kurt but he didn't listen to it because he, he never does it you know it's, it's pointless me trying to educate him but rob beckett this british comedian he went didn't he with his family he had sort of like the highs and lows of Disney and he was right. swearing and complaining about mm-hmm. different things and about yeah. booking fast passes. And he kept on calling it, kept on calling it Disneyland for a start, right. which obviously gets all our backs up. And then he also called Magic Kingdom, the Magical Kingdom. He kept on referring to it as the Magical <laughs> Kingdom. And, yeah. and the other guy that's on the podcast with him is going, I'm never going, I'm never going. It's too much stress. I'm never going, you know? Yeah. His wife had done a lot of the, research stuff but he said he couldn't find anything else kurt you brace yourself for this he couldn't find anything else but burgers and chicken strips that's all they sell in disney there's mm-hmm. no other food that drives me crazy right people say that i don't you know where they're going because i can't i can't find them <laughs> you also couldn't find any vegan or lactose intolerant dishes so any anything mm. that's something they do a very good job of yeah, it was yeah. that's why i shared it with you i mean it it, it was mm-hmm. it for a listen really it just mm. you could take your worst possible scenario and he came out with nearly everything yeah yeah it's I'd like not to for the casual that. fan it's really it, tough yeah it is i mean if you want to if you want to get the most of it it is and and the thing that you know i i could just imagine people paying a heck of a lot of money booking maybe one of these deluxe resorts like the grand Floridian, which is what he example, did right he stayed at beach a huge club amount of money and if they haven't done things like you know if they don't understand things like genie plus or part reservations and 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 they don't do anything about it until they get there or they can't get in you know the ohana because they've had that's good because they haven't booked it up 60 days in advance you know you can just see people getting really really frustrated and i mean i don't know if you saw this kevin and adam but it was the the whole part reservation thing made the British press. It made like headline news in the British press, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. people coming back and saying, we spent all this money and we went there and we couldn't get in the part we wanted to get into because they didn't know about part reservations. And But there's people, people on Disney sites saying, oh, don't bother about it. Oh, we just turned up and they, 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 they booked us in the park. But then I wouldn't take that chance. No, nor would I. And But if you're on a Facebook page for Disney, yeah. right, surely you should know better than that. Yeah, you should. Yeah, but there's a lot of people who just rock up. I mean, remember, remember in the day, and you still see it. 
you know, you, you hear stories and you see things where you're in the park, you're on Main Street, and there'll be a family that have got a map, a park yeah. map, and they're looking at the park map saying, okay, where's this Space Mountain thing? And you think, haha, look at them, you know, they, they haven't done the research. Well, those people are still out there, you know, and those mm. will be the people that will then come back and complain. And, and then the, you know, the bad press will circulate about, you know, how difficult it is and how expensive it is. And, and, and even things like, um, the thing that, thing that amazes me is the number of nights, for example, that you've got Mickey's not so scary on, right? Yeah. And, and, and that's nights where they're shutting the park. So what if you don't want to go and you've just rocked in for maybe four nights and two of those nights have got Halloween parties and you've paid all this money for tickets and a hotel and everything and you, you're getting kicked out of the Magic Kingdom, you know, early. It's just, you know, I know that's always been a thing, but the more nights they add and the more they put prices up, the more it just drives this conversation and um that seems to be the story now it's just about money 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 when we were in october 2019 we had that exact issue we went Mm -hmm. to magic kingdom to watch the fireworks actually i went and met tony uh and we watched the fireworks with him and um it was so busy you couldn't stand and the reason why it was so busy was three of the five three of the nights that week or whatever had a party on so you couldn't so people couldn't get to watch the fireworks Yep. those nights so they came on the on the other nights to watch it so yeah that made magic kingdom at that at that time of night that much more busy mm-hmm. yeah yeah but we had the same experience same exact experience i think the ploy is there as well it pushes the the american ticket the american park hopping ticket or option because that's nearly as expensive as a ticket on its own when you look at the american mm-hmm. system but there you go so i think we've covered some dvc they're quite interesting but the one thing i would like to just say is what I did never did it into any of my calculations with DVC was the price per room per night per points. They actually have, they changed that with Riviera. You're getting a lot, you're paying a lot more points per night than you would do with say old Key West, Saratoga Springs and some of Animal Kingdom Lodge. You have got to watch that in your calculations as well. Cause Riviera yeah, for, for a standard uh, studio, uh, I think we did this with Polly as well. I think Polly starts at about 14 points, but um, Old Key West, Saratoga starts at around 10. And I think yeah. Polly goes up to 34 points a night at the most expensive time of year. It could do, yeah. I mean, certainly, I know it. I know so it that is something to calculate when you're looking at um, yeah. buying DVC as well, obviously, when yeah. you're going. Right, guys, I think we've uh, we've waffled on enough. I hope that that somehow gets through to Cray to uh, maybe bite the bullet, put his hand in his pocket and buy DVC because I don't know about you, Paul, but I'm getting sick of hearing about it. <laughs> yeah. Or he needs to go with the All-Stars, right? Yeah, I don't think he'd fit in with those kids, would he? <laughs> I don't think he would. I need to have to put them together. <laughs> yeah. I was saying to Kevin um, last time we spoke, I was watching one of the numerous vlogs that are out there and they just opened up sports and the place that they put the initial guests and sports hadn't been renovated. So it looks exactly the same as it did in 1996 when I rocked up there. Ouch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there are still a few buildings that they haven't finished the renovation on, which I thought that was yeah. why they weren't opening it. Yeah. I thought that was why they weren't opening it. I, funny enough, I think I see the same one. If, if it's mm. the same video as I saw, she was excited to actually see the old, yeah. the, 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 the old uh, colour scheme and stuff like that. 
Before yeah. we go, I want to tell you, you know, my wife and I and Judy and Ken are going in three weeks for anniversary trips. And my wife hasn't been in a couple of years and she's going to stay in a two bedroom with us. <laughs> We're all staying in the two bedrooms at Bay Lake Tower and Riviera. So we got a split stay for nine nights. Yeah. 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 Good. I remember you saying that would be nice. And I still imagine Riviera is, is stunning there, two bedroom. Nothing against um, the resort. I think it's a stunning resort. The wife's not keen, right. but then that's the wife, isn't it? I'm looking forward. I'm going to get up on those towers. I like the, you know, we bought a Bay Lake Tower. That was unique when we were going up there for watch fireworks. So I'm really loving the, the new towers that they've built, Riviera. And, and the, the lounge up at the top of the DVC tower as well. That's a perk that's, that resale members get. Yeah. Is to get up there yeah. when it's open. So if it's open there, Paul, get yourself up there one, and then watch the fireworks. Mm-hmm. We've done that a couple of times. Yep. Look yeah, forward to that. Hopefully that'll be all good when we go uh, beginning of November. Yeah, and it's if amazing you... sometimes when you got these perks, you don't even take advantage of. Them. I kept mm. well, Glenn and I never we stayed at the Riviera with Andy, and we never went up to the top. The only time I was up yeah. there was during the little challenge we were having running around the Skyliner bar crawl. So, so what you need to do is find someone that's there that's a blue card holder. Paul, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I just get Kurt to yeah. take me wherever I want to go if I can't get in there. I'll, I'll take you, pal, any day. <laughs> yeah, do you remember that in the lounge at Epcot? That two and a half hours we spent in there? <laughs> yes, we were in there a long time. We had a good crowd. It was fun. Yeah. I think we can wrap it up there. Well, Kevin, oh. any of your guests are around Disney World in the next three weeks. Just tap me on the shoulder. I'll get you in one of those blue card areas. No worries. Cheers, Kurt. Thanks, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave us a review on your podcasting app of choice and subscribe. You can contact the show at bgt.dvc at gmail.com. That's all lowercase. At Twitter and Instagram, we are bgtdvc, again, all lowercase. On Facebook, we are Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. If you're looking to buy resale dvc points or rent dvc points out contact b thaxton at shopdvc.com if you want to book holiday to florida a universal disney or any other destination go to david's website disney that's disney the number four brits.com all of these details will be in the show notes this has been a Isle of Wight audio production.